What do you mean by live? Genuine live? Yes. We're broadcasting. Hello, radio! We are back. Welcome to the way we hate Gen C. Week one is in the books. We have Baffa Premiership and and Baffa Division One football for the first time in almost one thousand days. It is back, and we are excited to be together and talk about it. Of course, I am Bez. I am back. Um, I took a week off last week. I left two idiots in charge, and they put together what turned out to be a reasonable show. Um, and of course, and that gets them an invite back. So here is idiot number one, Greg Sim. How are you? I'm very well, superstar. How are you? Oh, I'm I'm delighted to be back. I'm delighted to be back after hearing nothing but praise from your dulcet tones on last week's show. I am delighted to be back in the chair. And it's great to have you back. There we go. There we go. It's, it's all it's always nice to have you on the other side of the screen. Uh, sure it is. I'm sure it is. <laughs> So idiot number two is not here today. Um, Tom is otherwise otherwise occupied this this evening. Um, so we hope to have him back uh, very soon. And obviously we miss him on the other side of the screen. Um, so this week we went for a topical guest pundit to join us. Um, winner of their first ever league victory um, of the Murray Distillers in Division 1. We would like to welcome... And Greg is already shaking whiskey ass. That's why he was late. So welcome, welcome, Gordon Clutch McClatchy. Hey. Good evening, Bez. Good evening, Greg. How are we? We are, we are good. And we are, we are happy, happy to have you. Um, so. Uh, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I have whiskey. Well done at the weekend. Which is which is impressive. Are we going to are we going to are we going to are we going to approach it straight off the bat so I can get this started so that we? I mean, you can have you can have a my words slur as we go on, and you're not wondering why that is the case. We can have a you can have a gentle you can have a gentle sip mainly because I want to see if you screw your face up or not. So, what uh, what (laughs) what what vintage have you got? Well done to the distill. Oh, what what have I got? This is a Highland Park twelve year old, the Viking Honor, a HP sauce. Gotta love that. Gotta love that. Well done, well done for not for uh, for not choosing something shite. Um, <laughs> there we go. So, well, well, Greg, while you settle in to uh, Greg's share, um, the angels' share, we could call it sunshine. Um, it, it, it better not be the angels' share because that's you'll be sideways. Not long open that one. You'll be sideways. <laughs> so, uh, last week, Greg, you gave some admirable. Admiral discussions about a about King Bowl. Okay. Um, yes. And at one point, I listened back the other day. You mentioned um, that there was a couple of things that you were going to wait for me to return for to ask me about, and I've also forgotten what they were. So, was there anything on your mind that you wanted to discuss? Well, there's a couple of little things. Okay. You know. Okay. Yeah, yeah. First things. First things first. How was it? To be the commentator on your first European final, it was pretty. It was pretty intense. I'll be honest. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, we were up there. We were making puns about tigers, in and the question that has come to me the most from from people that did listen, um, with and this question was essentially the same regardless of who it came from, just with 
you know, a plus minus on expletives was whose idea was it to let the two Scottish boys compensate on a final in the Netherlands? Um, and I will, and I will answer, I will clear that up right now. That was the organizers decisions and how dare you question them? Um, <laughs> no, it was good. It was good. It was, uh, it was a surprise. It was something that I did not expect. Um, especially not in the aftermath of celebrating an extra point shootout win. Um, and in fact, it was such a surprise. And I don't know if you told everyone this, Greg, you didn't believe me when I told you. No, I didn't. I didn't. And that's unfair. Probably fair when you kind of consider the sort of things that we normally are on the wind up about. But to fit to literally finish an extra point shootout and within probably 30 seconds of you having recreated the Dwayne Wade celebration, by the way, was that planned? Nope. I don't I don't know where that came from. I do not know where that came from. <laughs> and I'm a little bit embarrassed that it happened, but oh, that has to be posted, by the way. Oh. You need to share that. I think there already has been a lovely little side by side. So if so if you don't know what we're talking about here, there's a Dwayne, there's a a very famous celebration in the NBA um, by Dwayne Wade of the Miami Heat, I think he was, he was at the time. The Heat at the time with LeBron yeah. right behind him. Uh-huh. And uh, it's fairly nonchalant, a little bit almost disrespectful to the opposition. And Bez decided to whip this one out when he uh, helped the Rexies to win the uh, first extra first extra point shootout did they or was it second no that was number two second but, yeah. this, but the first one went on for like 20 minutes and the second one lasted two plays it was very nice to only have to do it one only have to go through it once yeah but, yeah i'm um, just curious how much did you have to pay them to get to commentate on the final zero i feel like you might have used some of the way we hnc at funds to uh maybe put a wee slip under the table with yeah. a bribe to... i if if i if i had enough money from the way we hnc it's t-shirt store to start bribing international tournament organizers we would have a place at big bull (laughs) (laughs) we don't so we don't um... and and also it's really quite surprising that having seen the inner workings now you think there is money involved in this yeah this is this is a money there's definitely money in this i'm I'm not seeing the money but i'm definitely no this this is a this is a net loss enterprise um <laughs> mainly for everyone's brains brain cells um yeah so but no greg to answer your initial question um yeah when when you're given the opportunity to watch a national european tournament final from a cherry picker and commentate on it you don't turn those things down when when those when those trains stop at your station you get on them and depending on and you know you might not know where you're going to get off you might end up going off it sideways but i don't think we did um the guys were the guys were pretty happy it was nice to have a chat afterwards and a beer so yeah life is weird life is dumb and sometimes you end up with wild opportunities to do fun things so yeah uh, eternal thank yous to uh, the dominators and um and king bull for for letting us shout into microphones and they've threatened to let you do it again next year. They have. And also a massive shout out to uh, Kaya, who turned one of our calls into a highlight reel. That was <laughs> that was good. Uh, yeah, the Tigers. I did see that. Yeah. The Domjali Tigers, wasn't it? Yes, the Domjali Tigers. 
all star. So, so yeah, that was that. Cool. Are you wanting to delve more into the the King Bowl? No, stuff, I just I just noticed you that you had, I just noticed that you had questions, and that was all. So, there's always questions. There's, there's always very questions. rarely answers. There's always questions. That's true. That's true. Okay. Um, in that case, play the jingle. Greg with the news. Okay, so going into the news this week, and I'm going to sound like I'm prepared, but there is the promotion of the next endurance event. So those who aren't quite aware of what the endurance event this year was, there was the flag marathon game, um, which was a fundraising activity by... Scoff, which is the Scottish flag football. That's, That's just what they are called, isn't it? Yeah, Scottish, Scottish flag, flag football. So they are obviously trying to raise money for the promotion and development of the game within Scotland. And the flag marathon being such a success, they've decided to have a second crack at one of these. Um, so from what I can see and from what is boasted about, now this is a weird boast, Bez, but it's a 24-hour team event that yes. they're saying is going to be approximately three Ironman tournaments. Back to back of, to back. Yeah, correct. Which, that's a, that's a weird brag to have when you're trying to sell it. Is it not? I mean, you're basically it, saying, we're basically saying we already offer you the most, the hardest to win championship. That you have to win, win eight, or, or was it nine games this year to get to the final? Uh, yeah, six, six group games, and then six, it was six group games, and then quarter semis final. Yeah, so nine games. Yeah, and they're wanting you to do that three times over. Yeah, I'm in. Yeah, there you go. Easy. So, and the best thing, but the thing about it, the thing about it is, Greg. The thing about it is, it's twelve teams, right? So it's less than Iron Man. But so it's more, but you can have more players. It's capped at 16 players, right? So okay. I, two two things about that. One, that's if if all teams are filled, yeah, that's 192 flag football players in one room at one time. That's a lot of players. That's a lot of players, right? It's a lot of people. It means the party never stops, right? Now, how many pitches are going on? I think it was just three. one pitch. I, if it's Ravens Craig, oh, so it's going to be three. If it's it'll be three. If it's Ravens Craig, it'll be three. So I'm gonna I'm just gonna point out point out one one teeny little thing. Twenty four hours in a row with twelve to fourteen people on a team was really hard. <laughs> It was really hard. And obviously you're not playing 24 hours in a row in this tournament. So what would worry me is people are like, oh, well, there's like 16 of us and you're going to get time off between games and like, it won't be that hard. It, it will. You're wrong. <laughs> like, it will. Um, but it's, 
it's a really it is a really good cause um and over the over the coming there's a lot of i feel like like at the moment with scoff we don't have like the best visibility on on stuff there's a lot of stuff going on in the background there's a lot of establishing that has to be done um and very very soon scoff are going to start spending the money that they raised from the marathon game which is fantastic and with that will become will become the visibility um and yeah so primarily it's growth and development of the game that we all love in our country um so yeah 12 noon saturday the 4th of february till 12 noon on sunday the 5th sounds sounds like a bit of fun doesn't it clutch it does sound like a bit of fun um is that is that something you would travel however many miles it is i don't know how many hand but i mean we are traveling all season apart from the last game day so uh and I'm sure we'll be travelling down to a possible flagging New Year as well, if it's nice. uh, on the cards this year, finally. Um, that, that one is one I'm looking forward to as well, but... It's about time, isn't it? I know. I know. Um, so, so, yeah, definitely worth um, kind of going for, I think. Um, so I think... So I did some maths, and as we all know maths not my strong point but definitely better than greg's um, yeah that's true and as always before we discuss entry fees this is not financial advice teams are expected to raise 600 pounds as a minimum to enter now obviously that is expensive for a tournament um however please do remember that they have to hire a duty manager to stay in the venue overnight um as well as hire the actual venue um but if you had a full team that is just so shy of quid. just shy of 38 pound a player right which is 3 pound a game so if everyone in your team agrees to pay 3 pound a game and you have all 16 you will cover the sponsorship just that's just, actually quite you know what that's actually quite a clever way of doing it so you could say if you were to get yourself a sponsorship form, you know how if people used to do like sponsored walks or things yeah. like that, they would say, all oh, right, you're, I'll give you X amount per mile you, you walk. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's the best way. Of do, maybe, maybe that's the way to kind of plug this one. When I, think old, say, I think the old... We're uh, playing for 24 hours. We're going to get through X amount of games. How many? A couple of quid per game. Go on. A couple of quid per game. And yeah. then someone's going to be like, yeah, you know what? Two pound per game. That doesn't sound like much. Yeah. So I think be covered. I think that's the that's the way to to go about it. Um, the old the old office whip round is never uh, you know never. The math on that is right though. That that's a lot of football for a very little amount of money. <laughs> I like See? how you've just checked this math out. I mean, I'm glad. Where's the calculator? Right. Where's the if calculator? It's right, it's big brains. <laughs> It's a lot of money. It's a little amount of money for a lot of flag football. And if you really enjoy flag football and you uh, yeah, want so, to play lots of games, because the season is not long enough. So there you know. go. Yeah, I mean, I I've I mean flag flagging New Year obviously didn't happen, and I already think I've played more football to this point because of marathon game than I have in most other years to this point. Like to sorry to like the end of the season, um. So. There's, there's definitely definitely football to be played there. 
So but yeah, stuff like that. Stuff like that is good because it it brings the community together for the the same goal of raising money to help communities and establish young teams get money for equipment for travel possibly and just developing the game even more in the country which is important there's also a hilarious amount of in jokes from the marathon game so oh, did you you know did you play in the marathon game Bez? I don't think you've I, mentioned it i do like to, i do like in jokes i hope to be part <laughs> of one one day that's which mike scott <laughs> um uh did me right moving on okay, while we're talking while we're talking about the development of football then something i've seen on social media the guys up in Inverness, the Highland Wildcats. Was it our social media? <laughs> yeah, it was. Yes, the Highland Just, Wildcats. Hey, I follow the page, Bez. What do, what, do, what more do you want me That's to do? All, I follow I mean, the page. I noticed the news. And you know what? We're taking it, we're taking the news to a different platform now. We are. We Go are. on then. You posted it. Tell me about it. No, no, you read it. Tell me about it, Greg. Well, I I, I believe it was now here's where my math skills really <laughs> go. go. Did I read? Did I read 117 or was it 170? You read 117, 117. 117 pupils. So yeah, taking the class, uh, taking flag football into the schools in one day in the northern area. In one day, over 100 people in a day. It'll be interesting to see how that then develops further on and things like that. But the future is bright. Future is bright. I'm sure Clutch is kind of thinking. Future is blue, apparently. Youth team. Um, I mean, we've had some talks with uh, some people, but that's for that's for another day. Fine, that's not a problem. Day. Keep keep that one under the uh, uh, right, under keep the your secrets. Yeah. So um, <laughs> yeah, flag flag football. Twelve primary schools in the Inverness area by teachers and young leaders who benefited from the the NFL's. Uh, flag coaching program so if you want to see how that went hint hint it snowed um <laughs> there is a video if you scroll down on our facebook page far enough past all the nonsense um and our one of our first memes then you will find um you'll find the the link to that video on youtube um but yeah also go give you may as well while you're at it give the highland wildcats facebook page a follow because they do um they do some of that weird like aggressive hugging stuff in helmets but they also do amazing work with the um with the youth projects so so yeah so go have a look at go have a look at that um it's, it's worth to, worth it to see what they're they're up to okay so bez hey have you been keeping track of the social medias as we've been going into the first week of Baffa football. Are you doing, are you doing social media watch right now? Oh, yeah. That was happening. Oh, yeah. Did you this, do... is, this, this is exactly what's happening, my you man. Did some, you did... I've had that... a, I've had a this... little bit of, I've had a little bit you... of free time. This is why you've got a fucking notepad. This is why I've got a notepad. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we asked for it. We did. Before the first weekend of the season, they delivered raptor vision is back raptor vision is is back and it is in business oh it's so good it's a really good video like it, a really it, good video you know what 
they've done it's, it the last time as well. The production value on it's genuinely really, really good. It's they slick. have a go with it. And thank you, Renfrewshire, for bringing that back. It made my day when it seen when I seen it. Absolutely. And they're not the only team to have had a little bit of a update on their socials. Mm-hmm. Notice Chargers decided that they were going to update their graphics. They've also had a lovely big dump of photographs that we're having a little bit of fun with as well. Like 300 photographs turned 300 <laughs> photographs by that photographer turned around in like four, less than 40 hours. It was unbelievable. It was tremendous work. High quality. That was done within like that that was posted on the Sunday night. I couldn't remember. Then, like that was I think like, it was. It was in a, it, it got sent in our group chat. It got sent in the team's group chat because there's some photos obviously of the Stillers playing in it. And uh yeah, I was like, oh my God, there's 300 odd photos here. There's there's a lot of meme material in there too. I oh, think yeah, I made yeah. the I'd made the mistake of clicking on the first photo, not having realized how many there was, and just started scrolling. Just started. <laughs> just, you know, and after genuinely after about 20 photos, I was thinking to myself, I was like, it's a fair bit here. Like, I think this is just like still in the warm-up. Kind of came out of it and then realized there was 300. I was like, oh wow, this could take a while. I did the exact same. I clicked on the first couple and I was like, oh, click three. I was like, this is taking a long time to go all through. And then I came out and I was like, 300 and something. I was like, oh, well, just scroll down. Great effort from them. Fantastic. This is the sort of thing we want from team social media. Um, Keeping it up to date, giving us new content. I know fine uh, Bez has already stolen one, I think, uh, for the promotion of this episode. Yeah, yeah, Which, it'll go. It'll go out once we finish recording. And you know what? It, it was good to see quite a lot of the comments on that one um, from the original source in terms of the looking out for the players' welfare. Is ninety nine okay? Is, yeah, 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 yeah. That is that is a rather large human looking as if he's about to boulder through a, uh, a little one. Yeah, a little a li- one. Li- li- little Just one. a little one. <laughs> Thankfully, yeah. thankfully, I have since spoken to both players, and they both seem as <laughs> seem normal. So. Indeed, indeed, and I believe that there is a fair bit of content that has came out of this first weekend in terms of things that may or may not make a top ten things list. There are there are a lot of there are a lot of things that have been said. I was going to say I don't want to I don't want to, but that's that's Tom's department. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't want to try it and is, preempt something because we don't is. know in what condition Tom is as to whether he is capable of deciding on 10 things. I think the important thing, the grade. I think the important thing to remember about the top 10 things is it is just Tom's top 10 things. It doesn't have to be necessarily highlights. He has complete free reign on the top 10 things. That's what's scary. Which is, so, it, hey, we're in the content game. It is something that is genuinely quite scary. But if you do have... Tom, Tom so, having full creative control on something. I will not fight him for creative control. <laughs> I mean, knowing, knowing there was videos of all three of the Silver Cats games and there possibly being a video from another game... There's a couple. Uh, there's a lot. There's a lot going on, and... Happened that weekend. An awful lot of teams. An awful lot of teams... Have recorded their games, and a lot, an awful lot of those teams have have sent in um, predominantly highlights. But there are a couple of uh, 
there are a couple of giggles in there. Um, one of which from our own team, I really hope is one of Tom's top 10 things because it's one of my top 10 things I've seen this week. Um, and I wasn't even there, but you know. I'm, I'm intrigued. It's the Miley Cyrus video. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't sure whether it was that or whether it was, there was another one that got put in of um, something that would have bigged up. Oh, Scott crusty jugglers. Video. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. I was thinking. Um, of the, but yeah, I, I was going to say that ball. can't make it in. But the Wrecking Ball one is tremendous, yeah. especially when you know the context behind it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. we'll uh, we'll do our best to share that. Um, we've kind of put the pressure on Tom now that that has to be one of yeah. his top ten things. So it's kind of, kind of the point of mentioning it was yeah. to. Uh, I'm glad I don't know about this. Oh, you you will. Oh, you will. <laughs> you will. It might you be. Will. It might be number one. <laughs> <laughs> it might be number one. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Um. Okay. So one final thing from social media watch. And it is related to Bafa game day one. Because Bez. That's my name. It cannot be a Bafa game day without what? Um, It cannot be a Bafa game day without an argument about the rules. Correct. Yes. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Normally, normally, um, Clutch, for, for your own information here, there's normally the targets, what? Is it 100 or is it 200 comments that they normally look for on yes. these sort of things? It, it gets people going. People love a rules thread. Um, and we are because... massive fans of that particular group. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I know um, what group you're on about as yeah. well because American American flag football. UK? I have seen yeah. this post. Good. Yeah, yeah. So unfortunately, it's currently only sitting at 29 comments. However, there was a follow-up one that had 14. So, okay, we're getting we're building. We're at, we're at 40 odd. You know, we're so building. it's it's a good start. It's a good start. With it's been a while without football. People are rusty. They're yeah. not sure how to rage fully at the rules yet. Yeah. So and also fine. also it's it's week one. So I think people they're not angry yet because there's time. <laughs> That's very true. But that yeah very true. There's still multiple, plenty of time. Multiple rules related comments in that in the Facebook group on game day one. Sorry SWC. I know this it was your game day too, but let's be honest, this is a HNC podcast and you're really far away. So <laughs> All I'm going to say is I know what it's from because I seen it. Because it was assault. That's what I heard. I heard he had a knife. <laughs> I heard if you did that to someone on the high street, you'd be locked Stabbed up him. and they'd throw away the key. That's what I heard. <laughs> I'm saying no more than that. I seen it. And that is all. Yeah. So so uh, would you think that the rules were applied fairly? Uh, no comment. No okay. That's that's perfect. That's perfect. That means <laughs> that's perfect. That's just that's exactly what the people want. Splinters. So it's about. Um, yeah, yeah. So it's it's about uh, illegal contact. Yeah. And whether um, or not incidental contact is a part of it. Is strictly which, incidental or not? Um, and it doesn't really matter, does it? Doesn't matter. Right. Um, is that the news. Yeah, I think that's enough for news. That's the news. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm good. We've covered a bit of ground. Covered some ground here. Okay. Had a bit of fun. Had a bit of fun. 
Well, now we're about to have some more fun. And we're going to discuss the apparently controversial, the Wavy HNC at Handicap League. Ooh. Yes. There was controversy. It was the very first thing that was mentioned to me when we arrived at the game day. (laughs) There were some people pretty angry with you, Bez. I feel like that anger, in, in one sense, is justified. But in another sense, they simply lacked the information. And obviously by not being here last week, I was unable to share my highly scientific methodology. Would you care to share that scientific? He's not going to share it. Reasoning. I'm going to share it. I'm going to share it because the scientific methodology for week two will by necessity be different to the scientific methodology from week one. Oh, so you're going for inconsistent reasoning. I love it. No, 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 Greg. Unlike people on Twitter, we are entitled to change our opinion when new information becomes available. (laughs) (laughs) Right? So you can, for those at the back who didn't hear me, pipe down. Right? (laughs) I'm glad you went for the uh, PG version of that one and not not the fantasy football draft version that you gave to Tom. (laughs) That's also a worthwhile video. Um, Yeah. No. So what I did was essentially I took the margin of victory from last year's league games for the river for the same fixtures and then did a little bit of adjusting okay so there were games last year where the points difference was like 50 and players may have noticed that there was no handicap larger than 24.5 basically I thought Going any more than that is a little bit disrespectful to like be calling blowouts. And also it's kind of unlikely to back to back like 50 point wins. Um, unless you're playing Clyde, but we'll come on to that later on. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so that was the basis of it. And then there was a couple of, there was a couple of tweaks. So for example, the Broncos Hornets handicap was 12 and a half. Um, but that was actually, I think that was an 18 point game last year. Um, the, the oil cats and Kings game was a 21 point game last year, but I put the handicap at 18 because I don't think those mar the, the, the actual margins for last year truly reflect, reflect the teams that are there this year. Basically. Um, However, the only difference, the only thing that stayed the same was if the team won the game last year, they were the favorite, regardless. The whole way across the board, they were the favorite. Um, Because, as we have always said on this podcast, you're only as good as your last game. So so that was that. That That was the highly scientific methodology. Now, going into week two, I've got weeks one's data to trawl through to make different colors in my spreadsheet and ultimately tell me nothing. So I'm excited to, to do that. And I'm, you know, for something that was so controversial, we had almost 60 entries. So you were obviously enjoying it, even if you did want to take it up with Greg. I mean, it wasn't just me they were taking it up with. 
thankfully Tom made an appearance at this oh, game, Tom day, so game day. Tom, too. so Tom did take a lot of the Tom, of it, which was, Tom cops which is very gracious of him. Very gracious of him, considering that you guys had no idea what I was doing until I posted it. So, yeah, I mean, I did make comment um, to a number of the teams that you decided on a lot of them because uh, a, a lot of the the handicaps purely because you weren't going to have to be there to back it up. So, um, it's That's always fair. easier also to fair. make those calls and then hide away and not make the game day. So, also fair, also fair. But don't worry, I'll be there a week too. I'll be there. Congrats week two. to you for throwing the grenade in there. Yeah, hey, hey, sometimes it's got to start throwing bombs. Okay. <laughs> so we'll do the premiership whip round. And uh, yeah, Greg, if you have any talking points from the games in week one, feel free to uh, to discuss. So I will, I will give you the score and I will give you the winning handicap. And then once this is over, we can go through the leaderboards and Clutch took part. Greg, you took part. Tom took part, and I took part. So we can dis- we can discover who is oh, no. the handicap king. Bit into mind. I play in Division One. Yeah. I, I hey. have no idea. <laughs> it's my first time. It's in my the first league. time in the league, and I don't know anyone. <laughs> um, okay, liar! You've been to so, many tournaments. You've seen all the teams. You've played against all the teams. Behave yourself. That's not strictly true. Who yeah, you not, not played against Clyde. I'm not played against Clyde. That's true. They'll get you though. They'll jump out. At you. I mean, you, you've, seen, you've seen them now. You've seen them though. You yeah, know who they are now. Right. <laughs> you don't know who they were before. You know who they are now. Um, Bobby Black. Who? Who the Who the fuck is Bobby Black? Um, right. Fuck. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Game one on this on the sheet. So I'm going to go through in the order that they appeared on the form rather than the order in which they were played. Right. Okay. Renfrewshire Raptors six. Grangemouth Broncos. 38. Handicap, winner, Broncos, minus 21.5. So, take for the favourites there. Game two. 21.5? Mm. So that was... Oh, wait, no. Sorry, 32, not 22. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was... Never mind. Crack on. Yeah. Dunfermline Kings, 18. Aberdeen Oil Cats, 42. Oil Cats win with a handicap of 18.5 for a 1.5 point victory over the spread. So I was close. I was close. So, it's, it's, so you got the spread right then? I was pretty good on the spread. I was pretty good on the spread. Yeah. Uh, okay. Interesting. Interesting. Kings, 41. Raptors, 18. Kings win on a minus 20.5 spread. Now, okay. That one yeah. surprised me. That was pretty close. That was pretty yeah. close. On the spread. On, on the sp- Sorry, did that surprise you on the spread or just the actual result? The actual result. Um, I think it started off... I was ref in this game, so I should remember more about it. Um, How many flags did he throw? We don't think we had to throw any. I think there was a couple conversations about a couple of things. Uh, I did throw one, actually, but we picked it up. It was about someone made a catch, then turned to go upfield and ran into a defender. And I was like, "Mm, is that illegal contact? But it was was kind of a marginal call. We decided not to go with it because if you start 
the situation was if you throw that one, then you, you're going to be throwing them left, right, and center. Um, if I remember rightly, I think the you Kings get scored destroyed in a Facebook group. I know the of. Raptors. The Raptors came back. They did get a score and a broken broken coverage um, to pull it back level. Um, and I think it upset the Kings a little bit. At which point they kind of went and they did Kings things. They done, they done a few Kings things because that offense, when it gets going, can really fucking hum. They'll pop. And you know, yeah, they were pretty pretty good. They had a pretty um, pretty strong lineup with. Chan being been in as well, who is one of the most underrated centers in this Agreed. league, I think, because he's Agreed. a very, very Very good much. set of hands. Um runs some lovely routes. And you know, when you've got to look out for guys like Brandon Lamb, Cal Nickel, Craig Nickel, he's sometimes the forgotten man of it and works to his advantage. So yeah, it was a it was a pretty good offensive performance from the Kings in that one. And um, I think the Raptors kind of just struggled to get a little bit of momentum after um, going down for the second time. Moving on to B's the Battle of Glasgow, the Glasgow Derby. B's 12, Hornets 63, a Hornets cover against the spread, minus 24.5. No surprises on the outcome there, but that is a significant points total for the Hornets. Um, getting back into business early. Um, Hornets then went on to the Raptors and covered again, 46-18, so covered their 24.5 negative spread. And now the fun begins. So a lot of people that entered the tournament got those right. The, the Kings Oil Cats one was a little bit contentious. The, that was maybe closer to 60 40 in favor of everyone. Um, uh, but that was that. So from here on in, we start hearing from some pluses. Broncos 38, Oil Cats 31. Obviously, an easy cover for the Broncos at plus 7.5. Um, and Oil Cats 36. B's 16, B's cover at plus 24.5. So that one tripped people up with the All Cats not covering there. Um, and then finally, the final game um, on the sheet anyway, which turned into an epic Hornets 27, Broncos 26, two of the best teams in Scotland for a long, long time. Duking it out in week one in a one-point game means that obviously the Broncos with the positive are going to cover at 12.5. I think one of the things to point out was the Broncos Oil Cats was a fantastic game in terms of entertainment. Um, obviously disappointed with the result from our side of things, but the game itself was absolutely fantastic. Coming down to the final play of the game, you know, you can't ask for much more when the HNC team, the teams at the top, go up against each other. For it to then just get topped almost immediately by this Hornets and Broncos game, which I believe the last play of the game, it was just slightly overthrown uh, to Matty Ross in the end zone, who it just evaded the fingertips. It was another absolute classic. Um, And something 
that I really enjoyed about the games. They didn't get none of them got chippy. They were all played with a great spirit. Um and long may that continue. But yeah, absolutely fantastic games. Uh plenty of offense, not a huge amount of defense. Um yeah. Great way to open up. Good. I'm glad to hear it. I'm glad to hear it. So that was uh week. Sorry. That was um the premiership. And there were two players that entered that got six points, got six of those results correct. There was also, following on from that, there were seven that got five. So it's it's tough at the top. So our two bold predictors, and Clutch, this might be something that you're interested in, Gordon McSherry of the Edinburgh Outlaws. Hey. Division one. And Liam Dixon, Aberdeen Silvercats, Division One. Wow. Well so, done, guys. So they are leading the top of the table um with with six. In in our joint third on, on five, so one back, we have Cammy Wilson, Lewis Phillips, Mark Craig, and Simon of the and Tree. Sorry, Simon. Yeah, Simon of the Silvercats, tree of the um, Dunfermline, obviously. And then we have Clutch, also on five points. Good and job. Also, and Greg Sim, also on five <laughs> points. Okay. Okay. Well done, Greg. Well done. So, so I'm one off. I'm one off it. Yeah, so you're you're one off the pace, but you are tied with Clutch. That's okay. So what about, what about TC? Saying. What about TC? What, what? Where was he? Uh, hang on. So I, I am. I don't think I'm anywhere to be honest. I am. I've I've got. I got four. Oh, Mister Perfect only getting Mister Perfect didn't have a good day. <laughs> it's not. It's not Guernsey. Uh, <laughs> And Tom, Tom only got three, so Tom oh. is. And just by chance, the way that this is, the way that the sheet has ranked it, because when people are tied, it goes alphabetically. Tom is basically sec- third bottom of the leaderboard overall. Nice, <laughs> nice. So it's, it's great news. So that's that. So heading into Div One. Oh, this is where it all falls apart for me, isn't it? I've just so, got, I've got too cocky, too quick. So you, same you, here, same you here. did. Uh, well, I have to get my jibes in as as they happen. So. You did maybe get a little bit cocky. Now, Div One <laughs> across the Boy board, nice. across the board. Actually, maybe not uh, across the board. Uh, saw higher scores, so I need to work on how I plan out the handicaps for Div One because apparently it was too easy. Okay. Oh. So that's something that's something I have to get better at. I need to improve. Um, so it's it's a learning curve, Bez. Don't you worry. Um, so yeah, you know, hey, it's week one for everyone. It's week one for me too, right, guys? So absolutely. So the bookies always lose heaps on the first week of the NFL. That's it. That's it. So game one, 
Distiller zero, Edinburgh 35. Outlaws cover their negative 24 and a half spread. Sorry, Clutch, but if you want to cover, you're going to have to score. Um... (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. don't start. Wow. Only donut that was put up on the weekend, so don't even start. I've just, I've just, Uh... I know it wasn't. I know it wasn't. I'm just saying. Um, when we get to them, nice. I'll say, I'll first say the game, same thing. First game of the season and you're ripping <laughs> up already. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, my favourite my favorite spread of the weekend. Chargers 28, Silver Cats 34. Chargers cover on a plus 6.5, therefore winning the matchup by half a point. <laughs> get in. But it's not enough for a beer. Bookies love that. Bookies love that. Okay, yeah, next but up. how many folk picked it? Mm, you'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. Really? Yeah. So there are there are twenty six entries in Div One game, and eleven of them picked the Chargers. So pretty close. Pretty close to bang on. It was one of those games that. It had the potential to go either way. So to be a one-score game is very interesting. The fact that the, the handicap came down to an extra point, though, is wild. Yeah. I'm I'm quietly proud of that one, to be honest. <laughs> um, and to be honest, probably not be. that quiet about be. it. Um, okay. Chargers 28, Distillers 46. Distillers cover on a plus 6.5. So, see, I told you, if you score, you cover. <laughs> Right. And that's the one that earns the whiskey. That is the one that earned the whiskey. Exactly. It is. Uh, so next up, Comets. C- Comets 60, Colts nil. Uh, Comets cover oh, on shit. their negative 24.5. And as we said to the distillers, if you want to cover, you got to score. Um, next game, distillers 18, Colts 19. And what do we say, Clutch? If you want to cover, you've got to score. Distillers cover with a plus 8.5. So you've covered both times you scored. I'm just jabbing my notebook here to make sure that you appreciate this. Okay. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I would would say that it looks like you're going red, but it might just be sunburn. Um, It's just the sunburn and the absolute cheek that I'm getting from you. Uh, okay, I mean, ne- did you expect anything else, really? No. Next no. up, Oil Cats for uh, Outlaws forty-one, Silver Cats nil. Outlaws cover on a negative twenty-four point five. Because if you want to cover, let's say it together, guys. If you want to cover, you have to score. There we go. See, nice work, guys. Nice He's work. learning. <laughs> He's learning. Okay, uh, comments. Comments because apparently they weren't done scoring. 60 silver cats 13 comets cover again on a negative 14.5 um and our final game of the day colts 6 outlaws 48 outlaws cover on a negative 24.5 so that's that that was div one so interesting interesting facts distillers despite a one and two day went two and one against the spread Broncos undefeated against the spread along with Edinburgh and Clyde. Both crushed it. And uh, to be the homer pick, the Oilcats only covered 
went two and one in the day, only covered one and two. So for the for the gamblers out there that are planning on coming back for week two, that's that's your trending topics. That is the that's your form guide. Is that there's a, a lack of coverage there. I'm looking forward to week two because I don't know what you're gonna do with Outlaws uh, Outlaws Comets game. That's gonna be an innocent spread. I I might just have to give you I might just do an I just panic. I might just do a total <laughs> over under on that game. I mean, going by going by what the scores were in the first, it might have to be an over over or under a hundred. Because the outlaws seem to be pretty good at scoring over forty, and the comets seem to be pretty good at scoring sixty. Yeah, so Edinburgh went 35, 41, 48. So actually, it might depend on how late in the day the game is because obviously they score more the closer it gets to the evening. Um, yeah, and then the Comets made the maths nice and eerie and just easy, scored 60 points in both games, 120 points. Yeah. yeah. For, a, for a, a points difference after week one of 107. <laughs> Eek. Eek. Yeah, we play and we play them week two. Can't wait for that. We've always we've always said with the comets. We've always said with the comets. Depending on which which comets team shows up, they can torch people. And it looks like it was a good comets team that turned up. And, and more importantly, week two they are at home. So mm. you and our house I mean, now, baby I'll, boy. I'll, I was going to say, do we do we actually know what the lineup was for them this this past week? Uh, I've got I've got the stats, well, but I haven't done them yet, so I can only give you numbers. Okay, so I imagine um, we're talking. It must have been Neil at uh, quarterback. Bud yeah, would have been on. there. Paz. Yeah. yeah. Um, Grant. Chrissy, Grant. Yeah, he was there too. Yeah, that's yeah, that's going to score you a lot of points in that league. Yeah, they they had, I think they had, uh, must have been 14, 15 players maybe if that. Ooh. Yeah, week one, big, week, one, week one comets. They did mm-hmm. that a couple of times because we used the season used to open in Clyde. I think it opened in Clyde two years in a row. Yeah, yeah but I'll be honest yeah. with you, they, they, I don't think I'd ever seen about 14 or 15. Because they'll have had, because like, they'll have had, Ad, they'll had, have had Adam. They've had Adam, they'll have had... Uh, other Adam. At, at about ten to ten or eleven before the first game started, there was only about five of them there. <laughs> that sounds about right. <laughs> that <sounds> right. <laughs> but hey, good good for them. Like good for them getting a yeah, absolutely getting their team together. They, they were pretty impressive against the Silvers. I refed a game and yeah, they were. Uh, yeah, pretty impressive, like Andy, not Adam. They'll have Adam will have been there, and they'll have Andy, um, Andy Coombe. I yeah, would I mean, to be honest with you, Clutch, when you've got someone like Neil Arnold, who's mm-hmm. won what part of Kirkcaldy, who won 10 leagues in a row, like national leagues in a row. Uh, you've got Grant as well, who was he part of that squad? He was as part well? of that squad, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, yeah. you've got those guys coming back, it's uh, not only. The, the wealth of knowledge and experience uh, with them, they still are able to play at a pretty darn good level. So oh, yeah. they were really impressive. Like first time it's, I've seen it's, them. it's a definitely one a team to learn from in terms of how they mm-hmm. approach the game and the the things that they're doing within the game as well. So yeah, yeah, they were they were impressive. Like it, it's a hundred percent. Having known 
that they scored 60 early on in the day and then watching them play the Silvers and put another 60 up, I was like, yep, they're pretty good. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So it just it means that the like like you said earlier, I've got no idea how I'm going to handicap it. The Outlaws Comets game since since twenty since twenty nineteen when those teams were were both relegated, like they're not the same teams now. Like there's so my my little trick of well the last time they played each other um, might not. <laughs> might not work i need to go back and actually look at the scores last season because both of those teams last year did well like both of them were um you know reasonably they were both i think they were one behind the other weren't they so um so yeah like it should be it should be a total cracker um the fact that they have to do it twice is is so much fun um so we'll just have to we'll just have to wait and see. Um I would open we get, League, we get. I would open League Republic, but it's being crap. Because we, uh, we so we'll work it out. I didn't prep. I didn't prep for that question. So um I I apologize <laughs> deeply. Um so yeah. So shall we get to the important part here, Bez? Yes. Talk to us about results. You want me to do the pills? I think that's what we're asking. That's, that's what I you think want? that's the next logical step. Right, okay. I mean, if we the go with the rest of the uh, show, you know how you used to do it last season. I mean, yeah. if, if you really want to delay it, we can ask about the, the 1918 game, but I think it's still a bit too soon for it. I think it might be as raw as Clutch's shoulders. So I'll go through, yeah. I'll go through the pools. <laughs> so, Bafa Premiership, Highland North. Raptors, 6. Broncos, 38. Kings, 18. Oilcats, 42. Kings, 41. Raptors, 18. Bees, 12. Hornets, 63. Raptors 18, Hornets 46, Broncos 38, Oilcats 31, Oilcats 36, Bees 16, Hornets 27, Broncos 26. Baffa Flag Division 1 Highland North. Distillers nil, Edinburgh 35, Chargers 28, Silvercats. 34. Chargers 28. Distillers 46. Comets 60. Colts 0. Distillers 18. Colts 19. Outlaws 41. Silvercats 0. Comets 60. Silvercats 13. Colts 6. Outlaws 48. There you go. Does that make you happy? I mean, it made me happy. It was, it, I think you've got a little bit to learn from the stern lady at the start of Zoom meetings just to, to get a little bit more of a attitude to it. But you know what? It was a good effort. It's, it it's, been, a, it's good been a while. I'll be honest. It's been a while. And I felt, I felt a little bit more confident that time because normally it's like a run to the end before my voice <laughs> cracks because I, I giggle. 
So I think I did well. I think I did well to breathe. I think I did Absolutely. well to hold it together. Absolutely. So it's time to bring back a feature, Greg. Whoa, we're not going into the scores. Oh, yeah. Leaderboard. You've, yeah, not, you've yeah. not done the leaderboard of the pickup. I mean, oh. that's why I was initially going for Oh, I thought you wanted the, the pools. pools. I thought you wanted the pools. Okay. Yeah. Oh, the leaderboard. Of course. <laughs> all anyone cares. Okay. So all anyone cares about is themselves. What we're here for. That's it. And you know what? I've even accidentally <laughs> closed the spreadsheet. How bad is that? So let's just open that back up. So obviously you guys were tied heading into Div 1 results. Uh-huh. So. And- I'm fully expecting Clutch to, to sort of take the lead here. You know, the, the Div 1 player, the experience in, I, uh, in that division. He's, he's going to have the local knowledge. I yeah. may have trusted the Silvers too much. <laughs> so, there are two people we need to congratulate first off with the okay. Div 1 pickums. Because as I was filling them in, I got more and more and more excited the closer to the end we got. So, Rico, Sean Young from the Edinburgh Outlaws, and John Guthrie off of Dunfermline. 100% in Div 1. Pickers extraordinaire. So, congratulations to you guys. That's excellent work. Um, so, they were the two people that got eight points. Two, there was two people tied for third that got seven points. Lewis Phillips off of the SWC somehow understands HNC Div 1, so credit where credit's due. And the other one is our fallen brother, Tom. So Tom is on oh, the comeback. he redeemed himself. He redeemed himself oh, hard. No. He redeemed himself hard. Um, oh. So in, in... And then there's a group of people on six, on six points. Um, and then there's a lot of people on five. And in that group features myself, Features clutch, and what Greg Sim is down there on four. Oh, close so, then, very close. So it's it's tricky. It's tricky. So the leaderboard as it stands, the top two are tied. John Guthrie only got four Premier League games right, but he did get eight in Div One. So he is out in front on twelve points alongside. Lewis Phillips, who got seven Div 1s, as we spoke about, but only got five Premier League. So they're tied together on 12. Rico sits third solo. Only got three Premier League games right, but got all eight Div 1 games. There's then a group. That's so good. A group of five sitting on, sitting on 10 points. One of them is Tom. One of them is Clutch. And I'm and then, down on nine. And then Greg is on nine. Alongside yep. your old pal, Bed, who is also on nine. I mean, we're playing golf, right? Yeah. It's so, the lowest score wins. Um, so <laughs> if we're going to go to the other end, we're going to go to the other end of the overall leaderboard. Uh, oh, don't shame people. That's harsh. <laughs> We're going to send some thoughts and prayers out. Oh, no. F in the <laughs> chat. Yeah. Uh, so, Ross Liddell, new Raptor, um, was on my team um, at Flagging Marathon. Uh, 
only played the Premier League game. Two points. Two out of eight. Aaron Drummond. Aaron Drummond only played the Premier League game. We'll be back at some point to do our stocks and shares. It's not financial advice, and you probably won't want to listen to him. Three points. Oh. Three points. So there was a couple of twos and threes. Uh, so yeah, where's uh, there's work to be done. There's work to be done. Um, yeah. However, okay. there is one person who is sitting kind of middle of the pack on seven points, who I feel uh, deserves a shout out. Um, okay. And uh, he's he's become a pal of mine in a friendly manner, although. We may have only met maybe once or twice at one of the early, early flagging flagging New Year's. And that is uh, Sundiata Owens of the Uppsala ah, yes. 76ers, um, who, I've been com- <laughs> who I've been communicating with quite a lot recently. Um, so thank you to him for playing. Um, he got four Premier League games right and three Div 1 games right, all the way from Sweden. So thank you. That is that. a pretty impressive uh, yeah. pretty good. Yeah. Even yeah. even further away than the SWC. Um, so yeah, well done. Although, have you done a mileage check on that? I've not done a mileage check, but I'm pretty I'm pretty sure. <laughs> if he was in Norway, different. Is he the only? Sweden, so. Is he the only uh, non? He is the only international uh, player, I think. And that's what I was trying to say. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised Lev hasn't had a crack at it. Lev, hasn't had, a, Lev has, hasn't had a crack at it. No. Um, but I'm sure he, I'm sure he will. He just picked outlaws for every game. Even games they're not playing in. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. He likes the distillers. He does. He does he love does. the distillers. He does. He does he, like the distillers. He's a fan. He's a fan of whiskey as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay. Cool. Right. What do we want, Greg? There's two things left on the agenda. Okay. Which I bet oh. you, you probably can't see. Uh, okay. Not just now. So there's two things. There's two things left on the agenda, and I'm going to let you pick which one we do first. Right. I will go with the playoff picture. You would like because to take... the other one, I think, is going to be a lot of fun to finish on. Okay. Okay. Cool. So, um, Tom and I recently had a discussion about the playoff picture and and how it works. And this happened because I was being super exciting and super mysterious, and I was reading the competition rules for BAFA basically to find out the tiebreakers um, because I don't know if Playwise will take into account the official tiebreakers and because League Republic didn't. So I don't know if Playwise will. So I thought I'd be better just to have them to hand for when we're building our graphics and stuff. Um, and first off, one of the very cool, cool things about it is that if there is a tie in the playoff for seeding, um, and that, or just to be in and out of the playoffs, um, there is the potential that teams would be asked to book somewhere and have a playoff head to head to decide upon the seeding or whether or not they um, they even get into the playoffs. In the event that is not possible, 
it would go to a coin toss. But teams will be given the opportunity to play an actual game before they have to do the coin toss, which is very exciting. Okay. Now, there is a whole, there's like a whole bunch of stuff that has to happen before, like before that. Um, Yep. But if it if it ever did get to that, it would be oh, it'd be so much it'd be so much fun. It would be so much fun. Like it would be very stressful to be part of that, and I don't want that. Um, but it would be good. So in order to get to a playoff, so you can have a playoff, we go win percentage, obviously the easiest one. Head to head record, um, just head to head. If that's a tie, we go to head to head aggregate. So it goes to points in those games. Oh, wow. if, yeah. If that is tied, it is net points per game, um, not including forfeited games for or against. So is that across the whole season or is that part of the head-to-head as well? That would be the season. That would be the season. Yeah, because if it was head-to-head, if your aggregate scores no, no. the so, same, then so they do it all. they do it all between the teams. Yeah, And then after that, it goes to the season. Uh, there's then points scored and in the unlikely event in the above steps cannot break a tie a single elimination head-to-head playoff game between the teams will decide the rank if that is not logistically possible a coin toss will decide so many ducks have to be in a row Mm -hmm. it's the Swiss cheese thing yeah but yeah and if anyone if anyone is interested um in reading that for yourself, it is the competition rules and regulations adult flag section 7.3. <laughs> and hope your insomnia uh, gets better. Yeah, thanks, guys. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's all, there are some fantastic points in, in the rules. Um, these aren't the rules of the game, these are like the rules of the, of the competition. Um, so, yeah, you can, and I mean, I'm sure, as it's BAFA. Um, I'm sh- there's also one in there that is competition complaints procedure, which I think is just a link to the Facebook page, but you can read it yourself. <laughs> okay, so what is the playoff picture then? You've you've done the, the terms and conditions. Let's so, get into so the, the playoffs. The playoffs this year are not the playoffs of yesteryear. These are not your grandpa's playoffs. They okay. are adapt basically the method methodology for deciding the playoffs for the WFFL, which yeah. Greg and I have mentioned numerous times, is awesome. Um, but it was a little bit complicated, but we got our heads around it. So they're basically adapting that for the national finals. And it's a little bit confusing, and I'm gonna do my best to shed some light on it, but we'll get there. So in the mixed league, the top four teams who are the division winners will be given the top four seeds. And they go directly to the quarterfinals. So they get a round one bye. The next eight teams from across the country, as decided upon by those tiebreakers, fill out seeds five through 12 and the wild card round will be seed eight versus seed nine uh, 
yeah, seed eight versus seed nine, seed five versus seed 12, uh, seven and 10, six and 11. Okay, so far, so straightforward. Okay, the losers of those wild card games will go straight into the plate quarterfinals. So before it was like, yep. basically, yeah, it was just like you qualified for the plate based on your league position. Now 12 teams will qualify for a playoff. And then based on the results of the first two rounds will result, result in the plate tournament. So the teams, the wild cards that win go into the quarterfinals. Um, so after that's done, the number one overall seed will play the lowest remaining seed. Uh, number four will play the highest remaining seed. Um, and two and three will play the the, the two the other two. Yep. The losers of those quarterfinals pop into the plate. Yes. So essentially, you get your first four plate contenders from the the wild card round uh, from the wild card round, and then the second four from the quarterfinals. The quarterfinals. Yes. From then so on, then you're eight. Yeah. From then on, um, it's a bracket quarterfinals yep. to the final, all the way to the final, and then third, fourth playoff. And then obviously the, the plate quarterfinals goes the same way the whole way through. So basically, if you're in the top 12 teams nationwide, you will get at least two playoff games. If you want to win the plate, you're going to need to play in one, two, three, four games. If you want to win a national championship as a wild card, you're also going to have to win four games in a row. Um, unless you're a top, unless you'd win your division, then you only have to win three games in a row. So pretty good advantage there. Um, now this, <laughs> this brings me on to division one. And what I'm going to call the Bafa Carnage Ball. Okay, I hadn't actually noticed if anything was any difference. The difference is all happening in the same area. Is this how all happening? They happen the on separate event? days, so the same area. All right. Okay. Okay. Saturday okay. and Sunday. Um. Sixteen teams qualify. Okay. So. Okay, this I, is because right. Division One is a little bit is larger, has multiple yeah, yeah. divisions all going on, right? It's chaos. So, bear with me on this one. The number ones, two, three, and four seeds will be given quarterfinal spots. They will okay. be given buys straight to the quarterfinals. Five, six, seven, and eight are going to be given round of eight spots and then seeds nine through 16 yeah i was just making yeah. sure i could see all the numbers on the page 16 are in the wild card round okay okay so nine plays 16 10 plays 15 11 plays 14 12 plays 13 right so the winner of the 9v16 game goes to the quarterfinal, 
go sorry no sorry the winner of the wild card round go to the round of eight goes to the round of eight where they play someone or, who is who is waiting for them right or round two you know second round of make the it rounds. make it nice and simple wild card round we'll call that round one round two is this yes so round two will have seeds five through eight waiting for you the wild card winner will play for example the eight seed the winner of that game goes to the quarterfinal and would play the number one seed in this case yes okay so the losers from the wild card round and the round of eight then go to play go to the play quarterfinals and then have yeah. to go through the semifinals and the plate final. And then obviously once we're in the quarterfinals, it's the bracket that we know from the NF, from the premiership playoffs, quarterfinals, semifinals, final, third, fourth place playoff, five and six place playoff and seven and eight place playoff. Okay. Chaos, right? It's wait, carnage. The, the, Absolute carnage. It's, Wait, it's right. not that bad. It's not it's that bad, but I'm down. just going to say the graphics are not public yet. But I have a copy of them, and I've been prom- I have been sworn that you can have a look at them, so you can talk about the format, but you can't post them till we do. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> when can you screen share it for me, when you see the graphics, the graphics going to be mental. I think that it is going to cause people some confusion when they see it um because it's a lot <laughs> um yeah that can't but, yeah. be right but that yeah cannot be right um so it, it like it makes okay. total, it makes total yeah, yeah. sense when you talk it out it's just it looks mental um so no it's it's this i mean is if you me... go can you go right okay one thing that they should have done here is they should have had the actual, the main sort of structure of it as a different color, and then the plate as a silver. I don't, think, you, it's, see, I don't think it's too no, bad. I think see it's if just... you, see if you have the actual the bowl, like say the champion bowl, if you have those as the darker color, and then the the plate as the the lighter color. At least then it's visually easier to don't see. Don't you think it looks a little bit like uh like if you look down on an X wing? A plan view, a little bit. So, a little bit. so with, with that, with that view in mind for our, our listeners, painting that vocal picture. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I I, fe- I get it and talked it through. Not a problem. I wonder what it would have looked like with a slightly different color scheme to try and make it visually a little bit easier. It'll be interesting to see what teams make it in and obviously certain locations of certain teams. It definitely makes it difficult for your friendly neighborhood podcast host to try and work out tiebreakers for the entire league in order to make a playoff picture. So I will be looking forward to how you cope with this in the coming weeks as the playoff picture becomes a little bit more relevant than after week one. I was going to have to lean on the BAFA graphics department. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, Okay, right. So basically, the whole point of this is to say that the playoff picture is not yet done, and we will come back to it. The, <laughs> so that's the, basically what we spent the last 15 minutes talking about. The playoff, yeah, I don't have a playoff picture for you. I have a playoff format. Um, and until the first round of Laying games... the groundwork. Until the first... 
round robin is done, there's kind of no point in a playoff picture anyway because it's all gravy. So yeah. Um. Okay. Cool. Right. To end, we're going to bring back stuff. a feature that we have not done in a while because there's not really been too much exciting league action for a while. So we're going to bring back, and I'm going to put some sexy little music behind this because I think it'll make it exciting. Overreaction Thursday. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Let's ladies go. and gentlemen, for those of you that are new to our broadcast, Overreaction Wednesday is Overreaction Thursday because we're recording on a Wednesday, but you're going to hear this on a Thursday. Um, it's basically where I take a look around the league and I decide upon things that I think are, well, I maybe don't think they're true, but I'm going to say some things and Greg and Clutch are going to tell me if I am overreacting or not. This is the feature that brought you. It's not even close. So <laughs> we are going to see how we get on here. I uh, hope I'm not on a teacher. So <coughs> I'll be honest. I thought of this one when I saw the saw the things, saw the scores coming in. And I'm going to say it because I believe it. The winner of the Outlaws and Clyde game might not lose a game for the rest of the season. Greg. I think that is entirely possible. I wouldn't say it's a huge overreaction. It will be incredibly interesting to see the outcome of that game because both teams were very dominant in their wins. Um, just trying to have a look. I've got the feels. I've got the feels. 120 points for Clyde Gregg. Yeah, yeah, and if you try and take... 120 points for the Outlaws. And if you try and take... scoring for fun. If you try and take the the common opponents as well. So I've got the Outlaws having only played... They've played three games. They have played opponents. But there's only one common opponent so far. And there's only six points between Clyde and Edinburgh in that game. So the winning margin for the Outlaws against the Silvers was 41. If I wrote that down correctly, as you spoke it earlier. And the Comets uh, won 60 to 13 against the Silvers. So that's a winning margin of 47. Correct. Greg, So look at you. <laughs> we have a notebook now. There's a, to, to steal Aaron's phrase, there's a rebrand going on here. That expensive education is doing um, well. <laughs> Uh, yeah, finally learned how to write. Crikey. But, um, so, it may not be as cut and dry as to who we think actually wins that game. But, I am willing to go out and allege here and say that you are correct in what you say, in that whoever wins the first meeting between the two will go unbeaten for the rest of the Division 1 season. Watch, talk to me. Am I overreacting? Am I going too far here? So, I pretty much said on the game day to our team, having not seen Clyde, that I thought Edinburgh would go undefeated this season. <sighs> and how, after having seen Clyde, has that changed? That's definitely not an answer to the question that I asked. <laughs> I am going to stick by my original decision. You're going to say it's possible. I'm not overreacting here. I 
I'm going to say whichever team wins that game, they will go unbeaten for the rest of the season. There we go. Okay, cool. So I'm not overreacting. Okay, that's and fine. I, I am going to put myself on the ledge. <laughs> and I am going to say Edinburgh's going to win that game. Ooh. Oh, there we go. Interesting. Some, some predictions. Some predictions. Interesting. Okay, cool. Cool, 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 cool. I mean, he's, he's backing. Yeah, no, that's, I mean, I can see why. It is a very interesting discussion to have. And they play in the next game, they don't. They do, so that's for next week's show. Yes, and I referee that game. <laughs> oh, so. Oh, it's in. The fix is in. The fix yeah, is in. Exactly. Bez, you're, you're worrying about how to uh, set, the, set the handicap line. Yeah. There is your I'll answer. Talk, I'll talk to Clutch. <laughs> talk to the clutch. God, if we're involved in a match fixing scandal. I'll never financially recover from this. Um, okay. Oh, tremendous. Okay. Number two. And this one was, I wrote this one for Tom, right? I wrote this one for Tom and it's a shame he's not here because I think it would do well with Tom. I think it would play well <laughs> and I think it would, uh, it would suit Tom's villainy. With the new playoff format, the HNC could, nay, will become the first conference ever to send four teams to a playoff in the Premier League. Greg. Right. I am going to say that this is an overreaction. And the only reason I'm saying this is I know that one of the teams may be struggling to put their strongest lineup for the cross conference, which I think if that was to happen, you would need a very, very strong HNC performance in the cross conference, which is, which is possible. It is entirely possible for that to happen. But I'm aware of a team maybe struggling to send its strongest lineup to that cross conference, and that is where I think it will hurt them. I'm gonna. So just I will. Leave. I, I will I'm go. You think I'm overreacting? That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Because um, when you do the maths of it, you know you've got to have it. That, you know. Oh, you have to have it that maybe the top four or five teams from the HNC just about run the table on the cross conference. Oh, like don't get me wrong, it's 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 a stretch. It's ducks in a row. It's Swiss cheese because even if that happens, there's a lot of stuff that has to happen down south. Yeah, they'd all have to I be did, beating each other I as did, well for I the did. records. Because I'm thinking, so even if a team to finish fourth in the HNC. The team that finishes fourth in the HNC in that case would have to if, finish better than the second place team in either the SEC or SWC, which I don't think can happen really. So. Yeah, <laughs> like it, and it, it, you're, you're talking about the fact that if they finish fourth in HNC, give or take probably five losses just within the conference. So the way the way, the way yeah. So the so way you're basically they, saying they cannot drop anything. So they can't drop outside. any. The fourth place team can't drop any cross conference games, and the. S 
EC or SWC teams below the division winners need to split every game and then go three and three cross conference. <laughs> I mean, like if they you just need a whole division. If you lose, of if you lose cross cross conference, say if they lost four of the cross conference games, the team that finished second and third and the other. You know, you're still relying on them losing two or three within their own division. Which oh, yeah, it's, it's it isn't impossible, but yeah, you would need. Just I did, such I a did strong... to wind up, Tom. I did make the maths work, but <laughs> this is a this is an actual overreaction because it's infinitesimally possible. But you can make it work if you fiddle with the numbers, which is why I do handicaps. <laughs> so, having told him that it's virtually impossible clutch yeah, but clutch. Reaction the, thing, the thing about this though the thing about this question though is that clutch there are there's an extra four teams in div one so could the hate so is it an overreaction to say the class of the hnc div one is so good that they'll become the first conference ever to send four teams to the div one player so are you on about like automatically qualifying so they don't play in the wild card or are you on no no just no just, just make so like so you, you either qualify or you don't so he's basically saying out of the 12 teams that qualify for it in the premier division nationally four would be coming from the hns no but for clutch i'm saying of the 16 for day yeah. one that However, is a that is a very interesting question. But you have to remember that down south there's like ME, there's like SEC, Div One East and West. Yeah. And the same in the is it N or M this year? It's North England, isn't it? NEC. North. No, North England, I believe. Is it North? Oh, it's not even that. That's like division, isn't it? It's like North England division. Well, I tell you what. If you say NEC, I'll say MEC, and we've got it covered. Sweet, conference <laughs> division. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would say that yes, it's probably an overreaction. Is it possible? Yes, as you say, ducks in a row. Is it going to happen? It relies on it relies on all cost conference games going to the HNC teams. And I'm going to back them. Can we see that happening? Can we see that happening? It's possible, but no, it's probably an overreaction for. Uh, HNC dominating the uh, Buffa Leagues this season. Mm. Hmm. We'll watch this one. I'm not sure he's sufficiently HNC loyal, but I'm going to give him a chance to redeem himself, Craig. But Clutch, I'm you not, are taking... Here, sorry, Bez, I am not saying that an HNC team <laughs> won't win it. I'm just saying well, that that's, be that's the thing. I was about to put this in, is that I would say only three make it, but I would say probably of those three, two make it. Um... Away, in, in, well, into the the, the cup competition, yeah. and only one drops down to the plate. Would have been my guess. Okay, I'm going to give him a chance to redeem himself anyway. Clutch, okay. you can go first go on this it. one. You can go first on this one. After a strong showing in week one, with a heartbreaking loss and a courageous win, and the other one. Come the end of their first away trip, the first Div 1 cross-conference games, the Murray Distillers will be in the conversation for a top three spot in the HNC Div 1. I would say you're not overreacting. I oh, think there it is. <laughs> <laughs> I think, Back your team, go for it. I think, having seen how well 
game day one went and having spoke to a lot of players there's not not many teams we are afraid of let's just say that there we go see Greg having having beat the Silvers already we've got that off our back in pre-season so we we ain't afraid of them and we play them week two so I was I was jibbing them already and I I can say that having watched some of the cross-conference teams thanks to another prominent podcast on Thanks, YouTube. Marcus. <laughs> I have done a little bit of research. Yes, I, I would say that it's possible that the Stillers could be uh, after. They don't even have to be in the third spot. I'm just all I'm saying. All I'm saying is in the discussion. That's all I'm saying. In the, I, I think there's a very the high chance we will be in the conversation for that after the first cross conference weekend. There you go, Greg. Talk to me. So we're talking after the first cross conference. Yes. Because I think so, your away trip is your second one. So the, after the first one. So after the first one. Okay. So. So eight games in, eight games into a 16-game season is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So what I'm noticing is that the Colts so far at one and two have played the Outlaws and the Comets. So that means their next game day should be against the Silvers and the Chargers. Now, they're going to be pretty confident. I'm not saying they will, but they'll be pretty confident in coming away with at least one, if not two, wins there. Which puts them at three and two. And if I'm right, the Distillers have to play the Comets. And you might be able to help me out here. Silvers. Silvers. And the Silvers. So they might be a game back. I will have going cross conference. There's a lot it's more. Gonna be, there's a lot gonna more. Be, it's going to be close. There's a lot it's more research be going into what was supposed to be like an emotionally charged segment, Greg. Oh, I know, I know. But don't you worry. The the emotionally charged bit is still to come because I'm looking at it and that the distillers. I don't fully know who you're playing in the cross-conference, if I'm quite honest. And for you guys to go out and surprise a couple teams seat. down there, I think you really can. Yeah, screw it. I'm going for it. I'm going for it. They are going to be in that in that conversation. I am going to put them at most a game back. There we go. See? If I'm... not level or actually in that third place. I'm, I'm going to go for it. I'm, I'm taking a leap. Taking a leap of faith in you. So game game day three. Reacting. Which is the first cross conference game. Yeah. We play Sheffield Vipers Orange. We also play Leeds Ronan and Darlin and Steam. Nah, champs. Choo choo. <laughs> no, no, not them. Oh it's, no, no, it's Leeds that, Steam. That's Leighton. Damn it! <laughs> yeah, the undisputed national champion, Leighton. Uh, I can't. I can't okay, and who do the do you know who the Colts play that day? Do they play the same people, or are they on different duties? They're they're on a different. They're on the other. They're on the other. I think they're on the Newcastle trip. So they they play Newcastle Blackhawks, uh, South Yorkshire Roosters, 
on the Longhorns. The Lincolnshire Longhorns as the three teams they play. Yeah, right. I'm going for it. Straight off the bat, I'm going to the Stillers are in that spot. In the spot. You're not even saying yeah. I was at least saying in the conversation. You're going no, I'm going for it. They said three. I'm going for it. You wanted emotional. There's emotional. I'm going for it. I'm we talking them. We ain't talking playoffs. Playoffs. Um Okay, cool. That's it. That's it for that's it for overreaction Thursday. You're gonna get in three. You're getting three. There we go. That one was obviously a the middle one was obviously one for Tom, and he's not here, so I'll uh, I'll try and be I'll try and go I'll go fishing again in a couple of weeks' time. Um, but yeah, I think that's that's what we have. That is that is the show. Um, so we will we will say good goodbye. We will say thank you very much to Clutch for taking the time out of his evening to join us. It's very much appreciated. Um, and good luck to the distillers for the rest of the season. Um, we will obviously be watching because that's what we do. <laughs> so, and uh, and Greg, obviously, thank you very much for for being with us it's this evening. Problem. It's not a problem, Bez. I, problem. I just wanted to tell you about one one little thing. Oh, one little thing. It's not. It's a little bit. It's something the boys did. But I went for a, I went for an Indian. Uh, meal this this past weekend. I honestly can't tell if this is things the boys have done or you're telling a Tom joke. Like I honestly at this point, this, this I, is a Tom joke. I really hundred percent Tom joke. Yeah, I went I went for uh, had the pelican curry. It was lovely, Bez, but the bill was massive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, that was. Yeah, that's pretty. Uh... That's, that's pretty, terrible. It's pretty out there. It got it. It got a little chuckle from Ben, so I'm taking it. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. The, do you want, there was something that I realised over the weekend, and um, what was that? It made me like. It made me a bit sad, to be honest. I'm worried about my calendar, Greg. Oh, I bet. Okay. I think his days are numbered. <laughs> yeah, it would be. It would be. <laughs> Uh, just to paint an official picture here, you've Clutch has got his head in his hands. <laughs> it's almost as if he hasn't listened to us before. What's that about? <laughs> no, it's almost that I heard that joke at the weekend. Okay, well, do you want, do you want, uh, do you want a different one? Do you want a different one? If you've heard that one, because you both reacted like you'd heard that one. So okay, go for it. If you've got, you. if you've got, got something else. Surely, got to be better than that. <laughs> Skeleton walks into a bar. He says, bartender, okay. I'll have one beer and a mop. <laughs> That's actually got Greg like an absolute belter. <laughs> I don't know whether I'm laughing at the joke or just how angry Clutch is. Tom's jokes are much funnier. How dare you? <laughs> you That's, not, that's a filthy lie and you know it. <laughs> I actually laugh at Tom's jokes. Mr. Disrespectful. for years. Uh, Don't you say that. I mean, I, I had fun. I had fun. Okay, and we're going to end it there. That's that's our show. So uh, it is goodbye from Clutch. Goodbye. It is goodbye from Craig. Goodbye. It's goodbye from me. That is the way we HNC it.
Remember that you can be sure to never miss an episode of The Way We HNC It by subscribing on whatever platform you listen on and ensuring that you leave us a couple of stars as a review. Um, To be honest, we're not entirely sure what that does, but if you enjoy the show, give us some decent stars and tell your friends. And if you don't enjoy the show, then feel completely free to tell nobody about it. You tried, you didn't like it. But hey, at least you tried and at least we got here. And to be honest, you must have liked it a little bit because at the, here at the end of the show, you're still listening. Speak soon, everyone. Have a great week.